in the in the spirit of my boy Tank Fam, sometimes you just gotta cut through the. <laughs> 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 no, um, we uh, yeah, we want to pray before we do this podcast, guys. So um, yeah, let's do it, Lord. Um, we uh, we just want to honor you. That's it. That's it. That's our our simple our simple prayer. We want to honor you in our conversation. We want to be of uh, we want to be of great value and uh, help to somebody else. And um, we know, mm, we know that the oil that comes from crushing, um, that it is for the purpose of setting others free and, and just uh, blessing your sheep and your people. And so we, uh, we just thank you for this time. We thank you that you would lead um, everything that we say, everything that we ask, everything that we talk about, and um, just have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Come amen, on. Bro. Amen. All right, my no, brothers. Um, I'm excited. So, yeah, I'm excited, man. Um, I'm excited because this is not a conversation a lot of people have. And, yeah. um, and uh, I, so first, I just want to thank you, bro. Yeah. For, thank you for uh, having me. Yeah, for agreeing to to um to bear your life open mm-hmm. and to um to this is good. To bear your weakness so that others might be healed. Mm. Um Amen. I don't know if uh if you have been a part of any like Christian fellowship, it is usually when somebody becomes really vulnerable that the mm. doors open so that others can be truly vulnerable and healed. Yeah. And, um, and so that's, that's the, that's the goal today is, um, this, I I think you agree when I say this, this is not about you. This is about somebody who's listening, Mm -hmm. who might need some encouragement and some, some, um, some Jesus love through this podcast. Right. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so I want to ask you, uh, bro, as we start, so just so you guys know, um, today we're going to be talking about, uh, being a Christian and going through divorce. Yeah. That's uh that's what we're gonna be talking about. So I just wanna open up Tang by asking you um to walk us through today as we sit here, walk us through uh your story in the best way that you can maybe recap it. Of course your story is filled with details and you know, um a lot of different things, but um yeah, kinda where you're at today and where you've been mm-hmm. to get to where you are today. Okay. So um I would say I'm in a season of my life where um, I am rebuilding, mm. um, rebuilding my life. And, you know, you spend so many years building with somebody else. And um, now you are, I guess, building something new. Mm. And I think that's the whole point of the gospel, right? Mm. Like it's, it's something new and it's, you know, I, I'm glad that I have God and I have Jesus walking me through this season. Also mm. friends that love Jesus. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, I, I am much happier today than I was a year ago. Mm-hmm. You know, I always tell people I met the saddest version of myself mm-hmm. and the happiest my, version of myself all within the same year. Wow. Um, wow. So I, I would say I'm much happier. Mm-hmm. I have a lot more joy. I wake up every morning with purpose. And despite my past, despite what yeah. happened, um, going back to what you're saying about um, hurt and healing and stuff, and I think that my healing process never really started until I realized I was hurt. Mm. Come on. You know what I mean? And um, Mm. when you realize that you're hurt and you were um, hurt by somebody that you genuinely loved, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, we both hurt each other. And, Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I lived, I lived and pretended I wasn't hurt. Mm. I was like, no, I'm good. I'm good. And um, it wasn't until you know, you were just at the bottom. You realize, look, I can't, I can't keep pretending. Mm. Um, that's when I realized that I was hurt and I went to God and said, God help. Mm. Mm. But yeah, so um, it was good, man. It was, it was a, 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 an experience that I think taught me a lot, taught me that life isn't perfect. It, mm. it isn't, it's a lot of ups and downs and, mm. um, and more downs than ups, you know, mm-hmm. but I, I went to God and said, God help, you know, and I never felt um, comforted um, like I did 
through this season. Mm. And um, it wasn't like God came out of nowhere and comforted me. It was people that God loved, that sent, that God sent to love me, you know, mm -hmm. and people that carried my burdens. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I, I love Alejo more because of it. I love Rob more because of it. I love Juan more because of it. And um, isn't that what life all, is all about, though? Mm -hmm. Right. And I, we were talking about um, a well-lived life. Mm -hmm. And what is it? What is a well-lived life? Mm -hmm. Staying married? Great. You know, uh, having kids? Great. Mm -hmm. I think a well-lived life is a life lived um, well-loved and loved well. Mm -hmm. And um, it's good. You know, I think that's what it's all about, right? Like, did you love well? Mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah, um, you know, I, I'm at a point in my life where uh, people have shown me love and cared for me and, you know, pursued me and um, carried my burden. So, yeah, that was great. But, I mean, throughout the whole experience uh, of, 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 you know, I was married for four years, mm -hmm. but I've known her for 10 to 12 years. Right. But I was married for four years. In the beginning, it was great. It was, it was like, you know, what you would picture. Mm -hmm. I think it was the last year where it kind of fell apart. And, it happened, and, and it's all because of intimacy, mm -hmm. um, right? I, I was so focused on my business. I was so focused on what I wanted to accomplish that mm -hmm. I wasn't able to give her my time. Mm -hmm. And um, we get so busy with life, right? And we make excuses like, okay, let me build this and whenever this is done mm. we can we can start building a family inside of it yeah, mm. yeah. you know yeah. and um mm. let's get there first yeah let's get and, there first and then live mm. yeah but yeah. god teaches us like no build in the yeah. house and mm. we're building outside of this house yeah while mm. your house is crumbled mm. crumbling you know what mm. i mean and um so I, I'm, I'm pursuing what i thought was success while i was pursuing mm. you know businesses and um i, I made a lot of money um, but I lost the greatest thing, mm. you know, mm. but that's, uh, yeah. So she, um, started to, uh, we started to, um, distant each other, mm. um, kind of started separating. And it's funny because like, it wasn't distance that separated us. It was mm. silence, mm. you know, and, um, it was a lot of silence. Wow. wow, wow. It was a lot of silence. What, and what do you think? What do you think? Because, bro, you're saying so much good stuff. I almost want to ask you questions about oh, what I'm you're so saying. Sorry. No, that's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, so you, so you, so I want to ask you two questions. So the first is, you were talking about your business, and um, when I want to ask you when you realized that you'd spend too much time on your business, because it sounds like that's a relationship you have today, like when that happened in the process, and then the second thing I wanted to ask you is, what do you think prolonged the silence? Mm. Right. Yeah. So the first, yeah. So great question. The second question is really good. The first question, I didn't realize it until God was healing me. Mm. So after you guys it was were after separation, mm -hmm. and that's what we we. Mm. I would say men, you know, they're like, oh, everything is great, everything's <laughs> amazing. Well, I don't understand. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, did you know that um, divorces, eighty percent of divorces, are caused, uh, are initiated by women. Mm. Did you know that? 80%. 80%. Wow, it's a wow. statistic. Look it up. 80% mm. of divorces are initiated by women. Mm. And it's funny, bro, because I thought everything was great. Mm. Yep. Right? I thought everything wow. was perfect. Mm -hmm. And even after the separation, I was like, why? What? Yeah. I, yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. And then I didn't realize it until... Um, I started to allow God to really work in me, right? We learn through reflection, right? Mm -hmm. And we look back and we're like, man, I wasn't a great husband. Mm. Man, I didn't communicate. Man, I spent too much time building something that didn't matter. Mm -hmm. And I think my greatest, like one of the quotes that I live by, it's funny, is that my greatest fear is not failure, but succeeding in something that doesn't matter. Yeah. And I spent my whole, yeah. like, my whole Amen. marriage trying to build something that, yeah. at the end of the day, doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, so. And about I, the silence. Yeah, yeah. so it was, it, was, it was much later, mm -hmm. um, I would say October, mm -hmm. you wow. know, when she got her own place, I got my own place. We moved 
and separated. And mm. that's when I realized I was like, man, it's me. Mm. But um, your you, second question mm-hmm. was... How, how was the silence prolonged? So you said the distance was the silence distance. Mm. How was... Because I'm sure what you mean is not that you didn't talk. Mm. I'm sure what you mean is that you didn't talk about things that mattered. That's it. And so what prolonged that? Um, a lot of things. I think um, when, you work, when you are in a relationship with somebody where you're consistently doing, you're messing up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying who messed up or whatever. Consistently messing up. It's hard to forgive them. Mm-hmm. And the reason why things weren't talked about was because it was no point. You're not going to forgive me for this, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why am I going to talk to you about something and ask for forgiveness when I know you're just going to get upset? It's like giving up before the fight. Yeah, it's, it's, it's you give up. And what's the point? Share my feelings and, and well, say the, I'm sorry yeah, and I'm going like to become a better person. Yeah. But um, so, so I think uh, mm. I felt like I wasn't going to be forgiven. Mm. So why bother? And that caused distance. And how many times when you've done mm. something wrong towards mm-hmm. somebody and you're like, I'm not going to talk to them about it. I'm not going to share anything about it. I'm not going to tell them. I'm not going to go up to them and say, I'm sorry. What's the point? So do you think it's an edge of guilt that you were feeling? Or do you Was think it's it an edge of the fear of the vulnerability, of the hurt? Because it, it's almost like there's the guilt of it, but then there's also the fear of what is going to be the repercussion of whenever I share this. No, you think no, it was, no, it was, I wasn't, I felt guilty mm-hmm. and I was willing to pay the cost of mm. what, what, uh, the aftermath was. Mm-hmm. It was, there was no point. Almost like there was, like, there's no, like there was not going to be an end yeah, in sight. I mean, I've, mm-hmm. I've asked for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I'm the person that I would be the first to apologize. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was something that, you know, you consistently do and you're like, at this mm-hmm. point, it doesn't matter. You know? Oh, so am I hearing you say that? It, it was done so repeatedly yeah, that yeah. eventually, even in your eyes, your, your asking for forgiveness didn't count mm-hmm. for, for yeah. much. So I'll say this so that we have some context. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like yeah. cheating yeah. on her no, or no, something. No, no. Um, it was just um, consistently um, focusing on things that did not matter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was me always chasing. Mm-hmm. Always chasing. And consequently, probably some neglect in your yeah, relationship. Yeah, neglected. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I should have taken out her out on more dates. Mm-hmm. I should have um, initiated um, time to talk about things, about mm-hmm. relationships and issues and things that she was hurt about and mm-hmm. this. And I think that I didn't do that. I mm-hmm. didn't um, tend that. Mm-hmm. And I was always chasing. And I would come back tired. Mm-hmm. Um, would you say, bro, that... So I, I find something that um, most men have is the drive to chase. Mm-hmm. But a lot of men have a hard time, and I include myself here, with the drive to maintain. Mm. Right? Yeah. Like you attain the goal, and it's a good sprint, right? Mm-hmm. But then when it comes to that daily mm-hmm. tending, yeah. Um, it's like you go by the plant, but watering yeah. it every day is tough. Yeah. Mm. Like, for example, if Columbus, Christopher Columbus, I don't care what you think mm-hmm. that is. Mm-hmm. If he never settled, we would have never had this. No. Right? If he consistently chased, mm-hmm. we would never, America would have never happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? Um, I think that's the same thing in relationships. Like, you get into a marriage for what? To settle. To build. Mm-hmm. And... We can talk about the greatest country in the world. We don't, we, we, but to, the greatest country in the world is America, I think. I don't mm-hmm. care. Mm-hmm. It's America. We have so many rights, so many privileges. Yeah. So mm-hmm. blessed. But this would have never happened if we'd never settled. Mm. And I think that that's the same thing with marriage. It's, uh, you know, if it's not your wife that you're pursuing and chasing, then it's dreams and businesses and money and mm. success. And I think there's so many marriages that are broken because men are still pursuing and still wow. chasing, right? And um, it's funny because when we pursue God, what does God tell us to do? Love your wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you, 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 but if you pursue business, what does business and money and tell mm-hmm. you to do? Get more. Yeah. More. Yeah. There's the always way. more money. Yeah. There's Chase always the more success. Yeah. Always. You know, so 
Um, I think that uh, I should have spent more time building um, a deeper, intimate relationship with my ex. Yeah, for sure. So what are some of those things that looking back, you know, you mentioned take her out on dates. You mentioned, you know, Mm -hmm. talk more life. What are some of those things that you feel like just looking back other than the, what I would call the practical, Mm -hmm. what are some of the spiritual things that you feel like maybe you, you could do better or could encourage someone now in their marriage that they could be doing as a husband right now with their spouse? What you're planning also to do when you, you know? Yeah. So, um, don't get it twisted. Like when you think of spiritual, you think church, right? Serving yep. in church, ministry, and all that stuff. And I'll tell you this: that's what I did. Mm. I wasn't pursuing Come business on. in the beginning. It was church. We planted a church. I was serving at church. I was preaching at church. It was always church, 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 mm-hmm. ministry. Mm-hmm. And even that mm. hurt our marriage, mm. right? We're we're all we're ingrained to chase yep. and build, and God constantly says, "Love your wife." relationship go back connect mm, intimacy connect love your wife love your wife and i think um when when i talk about spiritual things i think um there's not there's you want to hear something bro one of the greatest spiritual thing that you can ever do is to love your wife mm-hmm. come on you know what i mean and i think what does that look like um listening listening mm. um growing talking laughing hanging out uh i think those are all the things that i did not do enough i did but i didn't do enough can i ask you a question about that bro because i feel like so if you're anything like me i procrastinate the tasks that are the hardest for me Mm. i procrastinate the decisions that take me the most effort right so if you're in sales for example you know you'll procrastinate making the cold calls you know because that's where the that's where the biggest no's are hidden yeah and so I wonder, and I want to ask you, was there something about, like now now looking back and after all the work you've been doing, because like some people, I'm sure you're okay with me sharing that you've been going to therapy and mm-hmm. you've been learning about yourself and healing, you know, so that you can move forward. And um, so was there a part of that intimacy? So this is something I've always known about you, Tang. Making money for you is very easy. I'm rich, baby. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I've always known that. Like, like if I, you know, if I had to put trust in like you making money or me yeah. making money, like I'd be like Santang, like <laughs> right. Um, so I, I know that's easy for you to do. I know work is like an easy thing where you can invest. Yeah. Um, I would imagine knowing you mm-hmm. that relationally, that's mm-hmm. probably where it takes you more work and more effort. I'll say this. I'll, I'll say this. Yes. Making money, it does come easy for me because I can put business aside. I can put relationship aside and just focus on business. Mm. I think a lot of times yeah. people fail in business because they, 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 they put business and relationship together and there's just so much feeling and this. And I'm like, mm. okay, well, we need to make money. I, I feel what you're feeling, but that doesn't matter. Let's just focus on this. And I think that's how mm. I was able to. It's matter of fact. Matter of fact. But I would trade Mm. You ready? I would trade what I can do, what you think is great, mm-hmm. for what you can do, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Alejo. Like, out of anybody that I know, and I think anybody that listens to your podcast know that you have such a great way to connect with people. And it's as if you really believe what you say. Mm. We live in a day and age where people in business, they say things. And you know they're just saying it to get something. They're saying it. Do they really believe? And I think that for you, Alejo, and I've known this about you, I can trust what you say. And there are times where I'm like, that's too good to be true. And there's no way he believes that. And he does. He does. And there's this, um, there's this, power that you that you have that you don't realize that like i feel secure trust like i know you will love me despite who i am and what i become and i think that's something that says a lot about you and i would trade what i know and what i can do for what you have mm. being able to connect and love and i see it bro mm. every time i talk to you i'm like yo like 
It's mm. so easy. Mm-hmm. Um, when you know that there's no judgment, there's no plan or there's no like alternative motive or whatever. It's like, mm-hmm. yo, he's, he is what he is. Um, Thank you, bro. I think you have that too, though. And yeah. it's a reason why people flock to you. You know, people don't flock to you because you're a matter of fact. People will flock to you because you are welcoming and you uh, care. Mm. Um, and I will say, um, like, the way we care about people is different. Mm. Like, I don't think so. Knowing you as my boy, right? Yeah. You are the best at caring for your boys. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you're because because you know how. And the reason why I was asking you that question about like your relationship is because I wonder if during that season you just didn't know how to care for that part. Does that make sense? Again, going back to the the hardest tasks are the ones we do last mm-hmm. or we delay the most. Um I wonder if and, I, and I'm sure there are things, like something that you told me in this season is that you've been trying to master mm. this, the ability to just be friends, like to actually have friendship with a woman, mm-hmm. right? And to, and to just have that safe friendship, right? And so, I, so my follow-up question with that is, are there skills you have been working on now that you that w- maybe would have helped you do that work mm. back then that you've been maybe working on or that you become aware of like yeah yeah um that's a great question so yeah it, it's true um i would say i'm not great but i've learned mm-hmm. to um you know with all this like toxic masculinity and all this stuff that's like being pushed out and like women are it's crazy. Women are viewed as objects and like achievements and all these things. And I think that even with the whole Barbie movie, which I want to watch, I want to check it out. You know what I mean? Because um, not because of what's the media saying. I just want to check it out because um, I think that. Um, yeah, but going back to what you're saying about my relationship with women now is is um, it's funny, bro, because. I never saw women the way that I see women now. Mm. How's that? Um, When I used to see them, it was was like every person was going to be my wife. Like anybody that I'm attracted to, I'm going to get married. I'm going to get married. Like she's going to be my wife. She's going to bear my kids. We're going to, it's it's always like that level of intimacy that I want with that person. Now it's like, like there aren't any other options with women other than relationship. Yeah. Relationship. And now, Every single person that I meet, it's like, let's, like, it's, uh, you're cool, mm-hmm. you're great, you're smart, I like, like, you as a person, let's yeah. be friends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's, it's something that I don't think I would have been able to get to if it wasn't for God teaching me that, you know, this mm-hmm. is his daughter and that um, we are created for unity and it's not just men uniting or women uniting mm-hmm. it's women and men uniting mm-hmm. and learning how to navigate that and um, I'm learning that a lot and I'm, I'm, I'm meeting women and I'm just we're just friends and it's weird for them <laughs> too they're like what is this you don't want to like yeah no, <laughs> I'm like no bro yeah. we're, I'm no, chilling legit just hey how you doing yeah <laughs> and I have friends I have friends that would be like why aren't you dating this girl I'm like why am I not? Why? Why does it have to be Always, me yeah. that? Yeah. It's why can't I just be friends with them? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Without you assuming that I want to like mm-hmm. be in a relationship with them. Yeah. So, but there are girls that I do want. Like mm-hmm. I, there are there have been girls that I've actually did want to pursue more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's learning boundaries, learning mm-hmm. uh, you know how far to let them in and mm-hmm. what to share and what not to share. That's good, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that. Um, so much wisdom in that yeah yeah that's in anybody like if 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 i were to hang out with you and your wife there's certain things that i'm not going to ask your wife Mm -hmm. that is your wife yeah Mm -hmm. you know what i mean but i think that um i think men need to be taught that like this is the yeah yeah this This is is your box there's just there's certain things you don't cross yeah Mm -hmm. yeah you know you're not going to share intimate things yeah Mm -hmm. you know for you know with the because those are things that you you don't you know you just 
you learn. I'm learning still. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, I I I don't think I would never. I don't think I've ever. I don't think I would ever have gotten there if it mm-hmm. wasn't for what happened in my relationship. Right. So I wish I can take this and apply it. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish that um, I would have learned to not try to tell her what to like to do after she shares things with me. Mm, you try know? to fix it. I, that's fix every minute, bro. Oh my God. Dude, do you know how many times I've sat oh. there and just listened <laughs> to a girl tell me about her problems and I'm like, A, B, C, D, D. Some, they just want to be heard. Right. right. You know, and you're oh, just like, bro, oh, I'm so sorry that you yeah. feel that way. Yeah. You know, I'm so sorry that hurt you. Mm. And I would like become their best friend and mm. like, oh my God, she did that. <laughs> But I, I, but like, I don't mm. say it just to say it. I genuinely mm. do care. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, yeah. I, no, she didn't. No, she didn't. <laughs> no, she didn't. I'm going you know? to um, slap her. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, even I know in my head, dang, you deserve that. <laughs> Yeah. Let me ask or, you this. Or, or, or let me let me let me give you the A to Z plan that will get you out of yeah, this problem. Yeah, yeah. So, but I, I I don't just I always say like you know yeah, you think yeah. that was a good thing for you to yeah. do you know so I, I I don't try to tell people mm-hmm. what to do men I do right? do, mm-hmm. do you mind if I ask a question yeah, yeah go ahead so so on that mm-hmm. so looking back on your marriage and then taking your steps forward so it sounds like you're you're starting to take steps in the things and then this may this may be real personal um and you know i i you can say no um but taking the steps from where you were in your marriage and now in your dating scene yeah right because this is something i would struggle with personally if i like if i put myself into your shoes with where i am with my wife and all that stuff and i put myself literally in your seat all of this how are you dealing with the at least again me how are you dealing with the guilt of, I didn't do this with her, but I'm trying to do this with them. How are you walking with the Lord with that in your personal relationship of, okay, I I struggled here, but I want to be better. But if we look at that, there is a middleman, which is the feeling of, I still did that. And how can I pursue this person if I'm feeling, at least that's how I would feel. And how I have felt with my wife at different times where I feel like I've struggled. Man, God, I battled in this for the past year with her. And now how is she, how is this person? How am I not going to treat her the same? Mm-hmm. So that middle aspect of how are you walking with the Lord now to be, continue to become the person that you feel like in the future yeah. will be? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So um, faith, mm. faith. I trust the Lord will uh, do what he has to do in my life. I do not put anything on me. You know, I, I hope, good, bro. Come you on. know, faith, bro, God, you know what I mean? I trust God, bro. Mm. If I were to trust me, best believe I would be a womanizer. Mm. I would be a thief. <laughs> uh, I would be it, those, those things people will never get. No, they'll never get. So uh, sorry. Y'all. You know, so I would sorry. be. I would be a womanizer. I would be a, the, I, I, I would be, I'll be a horrible person. I, I think um, God teaches you through those things, right? Mm. God, those things happen and God teaches you and you're like, well, I'm a work, I'm a chisel that, mm. you know? And I think that um, because I trust God, mm. I am just, I'm walking by faith and I'm hoping that the next mm-hmm. person I meet, I'm a better man. I'm more like Jesus. Mm. I'm more like the man that she, you know, I, I, that, I don't know. So yeah, Jesus. Yeah. It's it's I guess the question in me is like the practical what are some of the practical things you're dealing with the man in the mirror? Okay. What are some of those practical things in this right now? Like I know obviously you're praying. I know mm. you're reading. Yeah. Like you're reading the word. I know okay. you're surrounding yourself with some people. I know you have a counsel. You know, like things like the Lord is the Lord has determined certain things, but what are what are some of the things that if someone was to say, um, man, I don't know how to right now, what is one practical step that I could with me the man in the mirror that i see every day mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to walk forward and to walk yeah. forward mm-hmm. and to not see myself in the image of past okay does that make sense yeah 100 yeah. that's easy okay. that's an easy answer um don't give up meeting um with people that love you mm-hmm. you know what i mean um what i mean by love is of course love is patient love is kind mm-hmm. but one of my favorite lines in that is love holds no records of wrong mm-hmm. and i think that um, my brothers, my friends that that love me to death, 
can look at mm. my life and say, mm. what did you do? Come mm. on. Yeah, you didn't do anything wrong. Mm. I have no record of that. Mm. You are made new in Christ. And I mm. think that when you hang out with these people That's consistently, so they, they, they say that over you. And yeah. if anybody's ever going through something and they struggle with their past, what they've done, I promise you, when you hang out with people that love you, mm. all that disappears. I want to ask you, Tang, um, like how you identify that somebody loves you. Mm. Because I feel like the no record of wrongs part, it comes hard for Christians because we have a hard time being not self-righteous mm. at times. And so I, so I get that. And when a Christian can walk in, that is really beautiful. But in, ver in many ways, it also resembles the way people that don't know Jesus might support you, right? Like who might, you know, just say, hey, bro, it's cool, you know, whatever. But how, how does a Christian brother love you? You know what I'm saying? So, in every sense of the word. Perfect. Um, they forgive fast. Mm. They mm. forgive fast. Mm. Um, there's no greater joy for me mm -hmm. to share with my brothers, like, man, I did this. And they're mm -hmm. like, dang. And not even like 10 minutes later, we're cracking jokes again. Mm -hmm. There's this sense of forgiveness and not only forgiving, but walking you through it, you know, mm -hmm. helping you. So for me, the reason why I think a lot of people are attracted to me um, that are not Christian is because I'm so forgiving. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I understand what you did, right? Yeah. There's a lot of things people do, and I'm like, it's cool, bro. We'll walk through it. We'll, do, we'll deal with it. We'll laugh mm -hmm. about it. We'll joke about it. Um, but let's get better, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so um, that, I think forgiving fast is, mm. is, is great. Mm. Um, so how do, you, how do you determine? You mentioned you got your boys, right? Mm -hmm. You mentioned without the people Does that answer in your the life. question, though? Yeah, yeah no, that's good, bro. Yeah. That's good. I, I, I like the part where you said let's, like, because we do. We crack, we crack jokes about stuff that we shouldn't joke about, right? <laughs> and, the, and the reason why I learned this from Tang all the time is that it just lets the pressure out of the ball a little bit, you know? It's just like you can't ignore or get past the fact that you just got to go through that difficult thing anyway. Yeah. So why not yeah. laugh in the face of it anyway? So you, you'll make jokes that I'm like, bro, shut up. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. But, um, but, but what I love about what, what you said too is that is that focus on getting better. You know, like one mm. thing I know about you, Tang, is that you are the kind of friend who doesn't, like, you'll go in on somebody with the truth mm. if they need to hear it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As forgiving as you are, mm -hmm. you'll also be like, bro. Yeah. Yeah. We're better than that. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it's like, and I think that that's, first of all, that's a really hard tension mm -hmm. for brotherhood yeah. to live in because sometimes... There, there, I would say this. There's one time, I'll share a quick <laughs> example. It was one time I was hanging out with my boys and um, he, was, he was doing some stuff. Like he was with some girls and whatever. And he was doing some stuff. I'm like, bro, you driven, you know? And I know he's Christian. And um, this one kid came up and he was like, oh man, what's up? Like he knows that I was a pastor. So he mm -hmm. knows I'm Christian. He's like, oh man, what are y'all Christian guys doing out here? Oh no, no, I'm Christian. He's not. But like, you know, <laughs> he's not, he's not, not, not even close. And he was like, and you said that about your boy. Wow. He's like, wait, hold on. Hold on. And he had, he, he had I thought a, I was wearing the jersey. He had a necklace. He had a necklace that said child of God. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And, uh, it is, and uh, I was like, bro, where'd you get that necklace, bro? Cause, and then I went in, I was like, bro, like, yeah. that's not what, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. So like. Based off we fruit. joke about it, right? You know, and I'm like, bro, he's not. No, he's not. And just like but, every joke, there's a little bit of truth. Yeah, like yeah. Even. So yeah, we yeah, joke. Yeah. I go in, and but you know, it's 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 something that I'm sure he reflected on mm. um, afterwards. He doesn't go to church anymore because of that. But <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's no. Nah, but yeah, no, I I I do, I do because it's you know truth. Mm. It, it, it regardless, it still yeah, come on, cuts come on. the heart. So how how did you how do you decide who to be vulnerable with? Right? Because those, those intimate relationships, your boys, yeah. right? And even in that, you mentioned it a couple of times of, of the relationship, the equity that you have in that person, how you're going to talk with them. You know they're quick to forgive, like in that world. 
in the vulnerability, how do you decide as you're walking through this journey, how do you decide, all right, I need to be so vulnerable with this person and maybe this person might be leading me away from the Lord or leading me away from the result, the fruit that I'm longing for, right? Like I'm longing to produce love or peace or joy, patience, you know, for the spirit, whatever you're, the, the fruit that you're trying in your life. You know, you surround yourself, your five closest friends, show me your five closest friends, I'll show you your future, right? Um, and all in that world, like how do you decide um, those people to be vulnerable with? Uh, yeah, bro, and kind of going off of that question, because I feel like, I feel like I kind of know, I might know the answer to that question. Like you just like, you've known uh, certain people for like a good amount of time. You, you have a good understanding of like where to deposit that. But I, I want to ask you a, a retrospective question too about that. Because I feel like as a Christian person who is going through divorce, like that's got to be a hard thing to share. Mm-hmm. So speaking of vulnerability, mm-hmm. right? And like being in the trenches of like something very being very hard with your marriage and all that stuff. I know that there is no book that yeah. will tell you, yep. hey, Tang, yep. this is the right time to share with yeah. this person, yeah. right? Or, um, hey, uh, married couple, whenever you hit this difficult time, this is when you want to bring somebody in. Mm. I want to ask you about, in retrospect, as you look at the past, do you feel like there is, for somebody listening, that there is a way in which you either wish or you would have gone back and been vulnerable with where you guys were at. Mm, Does that make sense? Not so much question. now, but like yeah. back yeah. then. Yeah. How would you have handled it now that you're, you Knowing know, what I know back? now. Yeah. Um, I felt like I was pretty vulnerable and open. Okay. Um, like I said earlier, I didn't really know mm-hmm. until it was too late. Yeah. Um, I started opening up more and you Mm. have friends. You have friends that you know that will forgive you. Mm. Um, It starts with like, how do you know when to be vulnerable with somebody? I think it's a process, right? I think it's, I think everyone deserves for you to be a little bit open Mm -hmm. with them. Yep. Yep. And when they can take care of that, you start opening up more. I always tell people, I don't care how many friends you have. Mm. I care about how long you've been friends. Mm. Right. If you have friends that you've been friends with for 10, 12, 13, 14, 15 years, mm. it says a lot. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It says that you're loving, forgiving, and you work through things, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. um, there are certain things that I would only be vulnerable with Alejo, mm-hmm. yep. and I wouldn't with somebody new. So I right, think that right, right. those are things that you build up to. Yeah. Um, but going back to what you're saying, um, if I were to go back and done any, something different. I, I don't think I would have done anything different. I think mm-hmm. what happened, happened. And mm-hmm. um, I was, I wish I would have realized it a lot sooner. Because mm-hmm. you, you don't know what you don't know. I yeah. don't, yeah, I yeah, wish yeah, I would, yeah. you know, I yeah. wish, mm-hmm. I wish I would have learned this earlier, but I don't think I would have ever learned it mm. if I didn't uh, go through it, mm. you know, but, um, but also I think if you live in an open life and you have people that are married, that are going through the same thing, I think, Community helps that's where I was solve a lot of too. things. Mm-hmm. I think community helps solves a lot of things. Um, mm-hmm. That's why God constantly tells us, hey, keep on mm-hmm. meeting up. We have ears, mm-hmm. we have mouths, we have yep. eyes for mm-hmm. what? Yep. Mm-hmm. To hear, listen, and see. Mm-hmm. Speak, yeah. And um, so, yeah, I think that's the point of this. It's all community talking mm-hmm. and, oh, what? She did that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dang, this, that. And then, mm-hmm. like, you talk through things and you mm-hmm. guide, you know, so... So yeah, I, I think I wish I would have realized it earlier. I would have mm-hmm. probably opened up to you or mm-hmm. Rob or mm-hmm. somebody much mm-hmm. sooner. But as soon as I felt like, man, I'm hurt. I need somebody mm-hmm. to talk to. I called you guys immediately. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, I'm going through this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's. I don't think it's tough for me to be open. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's one thing since I've known you. You're yeah. one of the most vulnerable men that I know. Yeah. Like you're just real. Yeah. And I mean, like ever since the day I met you, you're just, you who you are and that's why I yeah. believe people want to be around you and you, you hit it a couple of times. Like you're just a real person. And when the world sees that they're like, something's different about you. Yeah. I'm, I'm not fake. Mm-hmm. I'm just real. Yeah. And that's in this entire journey of a, of a bystander, mm-hmm. like someone that's been on the outside watching how the mm-hmm. Lord has been walking you through and healing you and seeing yeah. how you've handled your life and everything from this point. Like, like what I've seen from Tang is a man that's just, 
vulnerable in all things that he does. Mm-hmm. Vulnerable to a fault. Yeah. You know, like you say, like sometimes you share too much or you joke too much, but I just, yeah. I'd rather have a friend or a person, I'd rather know someone that is too honest to a fault yeah. than someone that I feel like I have to break down a wall for them to share their heart. That's you so know? good. I just, I'd rather have that friend that sometimes you're like, bro, you ain't supposed to share that. He's supposed to talk mm-hmm. about that, you know, and, or just then, then someone that is a, just a, well, does not want anyone in. But it's, 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 those are hurt people, right? Yeah. They yeah. don't want anybody in because they're, they're hurt. Mm-hmm. They've gone through a lot. Yep. yep. Um, I think our hearts are buried beneath Mm. the rubble, the, yeah. the trauma, yeah. and our hearts are all deep mm. in there. Mm-hmm. And so we good, hide, mm. you yeah. know, behind all of that. Yeah. And I think that... Um, sometimes we don't even know. No. Like, no. like you said, you felt blind. Like you were like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm good. Yeah. Like it was yeah. this blind moment. And then whenever the Lord almost peeled back a veil, almost gave you eyes to see, yeah. because half the time when we're doing something or we're living in something, you have no idea. Yeah. You're like, what do you, what do you mean? Like, what, what are you talking about? I wasn't doing... And it's like God just yeah. like hit a rewind like, and like shows you the conversation from the far and you're like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Like I've just that. And that's where it comes to repentance and that it, comes to where all of that life like. Yeah. So it, it takes somebody to be vulnerable mm-hmm. for them to open up. Right. Right. Um, like going back to what I just said, which is, it, you know, our, our hearts are buried beneath the aftermath of mm-hmm. our past. And mm-hmm. I think that when you meet somebody mm-hmm. that's gone through the same thing, that went through the same thing and they're just open, they're mm-hmm. going to start to open up. And I think yeah. um, there's so much beauty when you're vulnerable. Amen. You know, you're, you just like, I, I have a bunch of trash in the back, you know, I have a bunch of luggage, <laughs> I have a bunch of stuff. You know, I tell people, um, you know, when I talk to people, I tell them, Oh yeah, my dad died. Mm. Like he's really dead. You know, <laughs> they're like, laugh about it. And I share like my past and I share that. I, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I that's share. what you would want that's me to do. Literally yeah. what yeah. 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 That's yeah. what I mean when he says <laughs> jokes that you're oh like, my bro. Gosh. Like, you know, oh yeah, um, oh yeah. But I'm healed. I'm healed from yeah. all of that. Yeah. You know, and how do you know you're healed? Is um, you can you can smile about it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you can smile about your trauma. You can smile about you know I've been through that, but I'm a better person. So, mm-hmm. um, and, and I feel like what I love about you, because this is what I remember the first time I met him. I remember you talking about your father. Yeah, and I literally on the way home I was like. But I didn't know what to do. But like, you know what's crazy? And that in that alone, Bro, that you snip, are a master of making me, people me, feel but, so but uncomfortable. No, no, what I love, what I love about yeah. it is this. Now knowing you is exactly what you said <laughs> is is you're actually in a mm. place of healing, not in facade joking. Yeah. Because I feel like there's times where people like me that I can be in a facade joking manner where I'll joke about something, but I'm not healed. I'm yeah. actually not joyful. I'm actually not happy. I'm actually not okay. Uh, I think Tank I'm can actually, do both. Well, but what I, I mean Tank, is, Tank does is both. which which we you know we've <laughs> talked about that personally. But like yeah. like on that moment mm-hmm. when I met you, yeah. like why I felt like wow, this dude's like he's actually he was hurt and he's healed. But yeah. it's a it's a it's a joyful like you know my dad's still good. Like, yeah. My dad yeah. was amazing, and yeah. I can joke in in the manner of my father, you know, and be in mm-hmm. joy, yeah. and yet. I feel like sometimes people hide behind that too. Obviously, people hide in that. But what I love about you is in this season, <laughs> what I saw more than anything mm-hmm. in this destination that you're in as you're driving mm-hmm. through it is I've seen a man that's able to joke in the way of his healing process, mm-hmm. not in the destruction of everything that's happened, but like you joke around, you laugh about things, but mm-hmm. like you're always just moving forward. Yeah. We're joking so healing, right? Like you, I feel, and I feel like, because I was going to say like yeah. Tang, Tang will joke about stuff that he's still really hurt about. Yeah. And that's, yeah. And, and, yeah. And, 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 and it's okay. Cause like yeah. we all cope different, right? Like right. we all, yeah. um, it, <laughs> that's how I cope is yeah. making jokes, man. Yeah. I, I remember it's actually early. a form of unvulnerability yeah. 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 as yeah. well. Right. It is. It is. Yeah. That's how I hide Yeah, is by joking. When I yeah. feel like we're getting a little too close, I'll joke, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Um, I'm not I'm sorry. I'm just picturing Parks and Rec. My boy Ron, this is when someone gets a little too chummy, I start calling them by the wrong name. That's me. Hey, Aaron, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> I would joke. I would joke. There's so many times yeah. where um, I would share a testimony about something and I was just like, uh, so um, I'll make a joke and people will be like, okay. Oh, like okay. now they, they don't know if they should laugh or not. Right. <laughs> You're like, got him. Because, oh, I got it, You know how many times I've, uh, I've been like, I was like, yo, let, let me, uh, early on when my dad died and mm. stuff, I was like, they were like, yeah. I'm like, let me call my dad. I'm like, I can't because he's dead. 
Like, <laughs> he used to people. say this stuff, and then he'll he'll just he'll look just at us straight at you. And be like, yeah. bro, stop. But but what it is, bro, this is so good. So I heard, I heard Lady Gaga say, if I can scare them before, like if I if I can scare them coming in, mm-hmm. I don't have to be afraid of them scaring me later on. Mm, that's so good. And and so I think I just heard it. That when you make other people uncomfortable with humor, if you're not healed by something yet, mm. it's because you're uncomfortable. So you mm. want to make everybody else more uncomfortable so then that you're actually yeah. the least uncomfortable person in the room. Yeah. Is, that, is, that, is that what I do? I 100%. think so. Yeah. yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> Which now you got good. Rob doing it too. Because <laughs> boy Rob's dad passed as well. Yeah. And, and now he'll be like, now you guys like gang up against yeah. all of us. My dad's saying, dead. And then Rob's like, yeah, me too. And then we're like... Bro. Can y'all stop? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do want to ask you, yeah. bro, because I feel like something that's really um, um, really interesting about vulnerability. We've talked so much about vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And you know what's so interesting about you, bro? You are the most vulnerable person and the least vulnerable person I know. Oh, my God. All at the same I time. I hear that all the time. It's like you, <laughs> you will let somebody in into the inner courts of some parts of your heart that... that I, I go, I don't even know how to do that yeah. with somebody. Yet at the same time, there are other courts that are like safely guarded. And you're like, we're gonna, you're going to stay on the other courts yeah. for this, right? Hmm. Um, and it's so interesting. The reason why I think that's so interesting is because I think most, most of us are like that. I think we, we have different rooms that are important to us. Mm. And there are some rooms we feel more secure letting people into because we don't, mind them seeing what's in there. Yeah. And then there are other rooms that we heavily, heavily guard, right? And so, for example, um, like for me, like my emotional maturity, it's taking me more work to deal with father figures or authority, right? Not so much with relationships because I grew up with my mom. Mm. And so I learned to relate to women very early on and to, and to learn to understand the power gap in between, like I'm a stronger physical p- person, yet I have to treat you with gentleness because, so I have to master that, right? But then there are other places in my life where I, there, it's, I don't want you to touch those. I don't want you to get in there, right? Mm-hmm. And so with you, I feel the very same way. Like I, f- I see you and I'm like, I feel like there are some conversations, bro, where we could freaking cry here, right? Yeah. And then there are some other questions that I've known you 13 years, or uh, uh, places, and you'd be like, like, that's good. Like yeah. that far, right? And so I want to ask you, in your process of, do you, actually, first, before I move on, do you, would you agree with that? Oh, yeah, 100%. Okay. Um, what are some things about Tang's lack of vulnerability, those rooms that you don't want people to walk into, that maybe affected your marriage, that you have learned about in your therapy or in your retrospect yeah. about the places where maybe if you would have had less of a guard. Um, if I was a little bit more open about that. Yeah, about those rooms, whatever they are. <clears throat> Great. Um, I, I think for me, it's easy to be vulnerable because I believe that vulnerability um, shows a level of strength right so the way that i see it, it's like the more vulnerable i am um the more you know i'm, I'm stronger you know mm-hmm. and it's like it's it's not it's not weak mm-hmm. it's not weak to cry it's not the more weak control to you're open. over your emotions if you're in control enough to share them yeah then you Correct. must be really in control yeah but there are things that if i did share mm-hmm. it will make me look weak Mm. And feel weak. Mm. And probably the feeling weak is probably the hardest yeah. one, right? Yeah, so, so there are things I don't share because it, it, it makes me feel weak. And um, mm. I, 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 it, it's even talking about it and thinking about it, right? Um, I mean, that's all of us, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We share things when we overcome it. We talked about this Come on. recently. Right? Yeah, we literally and I struggled with that. Yeah. yeah, I struggle with that. But share it while you're yeah. going through it. Yeah, 
you know so so share so the blood let me say this let me say this we can probably close with this and mm-hmm. this is a this is write this down this is good <laughs> tweet this i'm ready or, right? sorry hey, record it listen to this. Oh, wait. <laughs> reaching out mm-hmm. the way to reach out right should look like reaching up hmm. mm-hmm. say that you know again saying? reaching out should look like reaching up i know what you mean because you need help come on right you're reaching up mm-hmm. right um, and I think that we don't, li- we don't do that. We don't like mm. that. We love reaching down. Mm. <sighs> we love reaching down. Mm. We Come don't on, like bro. reaching up. We even like reaching beside us. Yeah. Because like, oh, you're right here with me. You're going through you're right this here. with me. Hey, come on. But it's, come on, we got but this. It's, yeah. I think mm. that I'm vulnerable with people that are mm. going through the same thing. I'm easy reaching here mm-hmm. or reaching down. Mm-hmm. But it, when it comes to like reaching up and saying, I need help. Um, I think that's where I struggle, and I think that's the part where it makes me feel weak. Mm. I think that's most men. I, f- I just feel like that's, that's most so humanity. That's so good, bro. Bro, bro tweet the music. That. Write that down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know? dude. So, uh, so, reach, so good. reaching so up, good. reaching up, so and um, you know, that's what kids do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Babies yeah. do. All they do is reach up. All they do. That's what short kings do. <laughs> <laughs> What? bro. <laughs> you know, but um, yeah, no, I think I think that's where um, mm. most men struggle with. Yeah, it's reaching up. It's like, man, mm. I'm the man of the house. Right. I'm a leader. I'm a leader. Mm. Come on, um, man. You know, we are great at reaching down, helping. Uh, we're amazing. Having advice. Yeah. Giving advice. <sighs> oh my god. Fixing the problems. You're so good for our spouses you and know? the people. And uh, but reaching up, mm. baby, is 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 something. Uh, we don't do. Wow. Um, and, and, and it's funny because we're in church raising our hands. Mm. We're in church doing all these things that look like we're mm. reaching out for God. We're reaching up. But I think that, uh, nah, bro, it's, it's, it's one of the hardest things to do. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, I surrender. Isn't it funny? Bro, but like everything surrender. Is, it's like, everything is surrender. Yeah, That's exactly you know, what the so, Lord was putting in me as you said that. Like, I feel like we're just afraid of surrender. Yeah. Like, even, even the moments of surrendering, hey, I don't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. That's surrender. Hey, I don't know how to handle this situation. Surrender. Hey, I don't know how to get out of this addiction. Hey, I don't know how to love this person. This mm-hmm. way. I don't know how to forgive this person that was dealing with that. Like it's, it's a surrender. Mm. And I feel like as men, it's almost like since we were children, I don't know, like, I don't know, but like, just as you watch videos mm-hmm. or whatever it is, if everything is indoctrinating us, that surrender is, is evil. Yeah. That when you surrender, when you give up your will to give someone mm. else power over your life, mm. that's the most, no, don't do that. That's, that's the most unmanly thing you can do yeah. because men take charge. Yeah. Men take control. They figure things out. They figure things out. Mm. And I've said that. I'm a figure outer. Like I'm yeah. like, put it in my hands, I'm going to figure it out. And I very, very solemnly will be like, Okay, bro, I don't know how to do this. Like, because I just want to figure it out. There are some things you can't figure yourself out of. Yes. Mm. You, can't, you can't process yourself. You can't dream you can't. out of. Because you don't mm. know Come what on, the man. other person knows. Come on. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you, um, who, who do you reach up to? Who do you reach up to? In your um, life. There is, there are a few, like, pastors that I trust. Um, and are you really open and, like, vulnerable? No. And you know what's funny? I used to have a lot of pastors that I'd reach up to. Yeah. And in the past three, four years, it's been a lot, a mm. lot less. Like, man, every, I had so specific. Mm. This person was in my marriage. This person was in this, this person. And I had reach, like mm. many reaching up. And then there was, they all, they all transitioned from, and I transitioned from a different mm. season. So reaching yeah. up has been so different for me. That's a great question. I want to ask you a question as we, as we end. Uh, um, bro, I just want to ask you to give somebody some encouragement. Okay. So somebody at any point of this journey um, that, let's, let's say actually a person that is already separated. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because you got, you had to get, we got to have some sort of audience, right? Yeah. So a person that's already separated where you are, mm-hmm. what would you tell that man or that woman um, and and us out here. Okay. So I was, I I would, I I would share this to a person that is going through divorce and they feel like it's the end. Right. And um, they don't know what to do. They're confused. Hope. Do not lose hope. Mm 
um, that's one thing that I held on to. And throughout my whole divorce is that there is hope. There is hope. And um, believe it. Believe it. There is hope. Um, you've heard the story about the Holocaust, right? About how these, um, the people at the Holocaust, the people that made it out. And they were asked, how did you make it out? While others didn't. The ones that didn't gave up eating because they lost hope. So they, the ones that made it out were struggling with crumbs. They were like, ah, we, we will get out. There is hope. Someone's going to come save us. And I think that for anybody that's going through anything, um, just do not lose hope. Do not lose hope because there are so many times where I did. Bro, I heard um, somebody tell me a, a guy, my buddy Tim was at the gym. Mm -hmm. And I guess he was doing some reps, right? He was working out, pushing, like doing some shoulder presses. And uh, this super buff guy comes over and he's like, come on, give me four more. So Tim's doing one, two. Yeah. And the third one, he closes his eyes. And he goes, don't you close your eyes? He's like, when people close their eyes, they give up. Mm. And like what I'm hearing you say is that when you have hope, you keep your eyes open for the way out. If you give up, if you lose hope, your eyes are closed and you're, you're not going to see when, yeah. when God provides the way out, you know? And so true. I, I, would, I would imagine that for you, there have been hard days where you are eating crumbs. There have been days where you're a little bit in better spirits. There are days where you're on the mountaintop and you're like, I feel great today. But in all those days, the common thing has been your eyes are open to see what the Lord is providing. It reminds me of Elijah when the, the, the um, sparrows would come to feed him, right? And it's like, I mean, who knows how much they fed him, mm -hmm. but it was enough, Yeah, you know? Yep. So, uh, bro, I love you, man. Um, yeah, super uh, encouraged and excited. Do you mind if I share the scripture really yes. quick? Do it. The scripture that Read I it out. that that I heard is from it. Proverbs, uh, thirteen verse twelve. It says, "Hope deferred makes a heart sick, but when a desire is fulfilled, it is a tree of life." Mm. And yeah, just yeah. keep the hope. Keep hope. So good, Tang. Yeah. So so and, good. Um, Close this out, boy. Okay, so I want to say one thing, and this is like my my verse throughout the whole entire my whole entire marriage mm -hmm. or at my divorce and mm -hmm. stuff, and it's um, it's the passage of Lazarus, right? When G when Lazarus died, come and Mary on. and Martha was like, Jesus, come before it's too late. Come before it's too late, and what did Jesus say? I'm gonna wait yeah. until it's too yeah. late. Yeah. Right, he said, "I'm gonna wait until it's too late." Mm. It's the story. And um, <laughs> but why? So when you're going through what you're going through, know that mm. it is for the glory of mm. God. Come on. Come even on. when you feel like it's too late, mm. even if you feel like you're 50 and you're going through a divorce and nobody's gonna want you, even Come if on. you feel like, um, you know, you're you're broken, and there's no way of restoring, and it's already too late. Let me tell you, when Mary and Martha realize that Lazarus is dead and there is no point of return. The reason why Mary and Martha was like, you need to make it here mm. before three days. Come on. Because the Jewish belief yep. was yep. that even if it's three days, mm -hmm. there's still yep. a chance yep. of resurrection. Yep. Yep. Because they believe that after three days, the body yep. leaves, the soul yep. leaves the body. Yep. And Jesus says, I'm going to wait for the fourth day. Fourth day. And Jesus comes Come and on. he says, what? He says, where is he at? Mm-hmm. Stinky and resurrects oh, this on. man. Come on, on the fourth day, and I think that doesn't matter what you're going through. If you're going through a divorce, if you're going through a loss, whatever you're going through, it is not too late. Mm. And if it is too late, then you're good. Mm. You are so good because it is for the glory of God, mm. and He is the greatest storyteller. Mm. Right? On. You can write your own stories. Yeah. Let me tell you, if. Mm. God wrote it and God's writing it right now. Mm. It is gonna, it's gonna go, it's gonna mm. go crazy. That author and perfector. Come on, right. the He's author the, and perfector of our faith. Yeah, come on. So, come on. so um, don't lose hope. Mm. Mary and Martha lost mm. hope. Right? And Jesus wept mm -hmm. and was like, Yo, I thought you loved me. Mm. I thought you yeah. knew who I was. Yeah. 
And Jesus looks at Mary and Martha and is like, I thought you knew me. Did mm. you forget that I am God and mm. I can do all things? Mm. Um, and he resurrects Lazarus and he's like, I am what? Mm. The life. I am what you need. And who was with him? Who followed him? Tell me. It was the, Jew, the Jewish, the, the oh, teachers. Yeah, yes, the teachers. They followed him yeah. because they saw him weeping. They Correct. said, man, we got to go with him to comfort. Yeah. And little did they know in that moment that they encountered the yeah. man of life mm-hmm. because he brought life mm-hmm. out of death. Correct. Because he waited. Yeah. Those Jewish people were saved. Yeah. It's, it's, all, it's all for the Come story. It's, it's for the glory of God. It's all for the Come glory on. of it's God. It's also Come why on. they wanted to kill him after, but we'll yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at a different time. <laughs> but um, yeah, so there's hope. Time. There's hope. Come and on. when it feels like it's too late, you're Come in the right place. So good. And for me, I felt like it was too late. And mm-hmm. I was like, God, there's no way in mm-hmm. restoring this marriage. Mm-hmm. And what God was doing is much greater. Mm-hmm. So what, what is the end of all this? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know. I might be married, have kids, and I'll tell this story. And people will be like, man, there is hope. Come on. But no, thank you for having me. I'm still Christian. <laughs> I still love Jesus. So follow the way. Come um, on, come on. I went through some stuff with him, yeah. you know, but yeah. it's all part of the journey. Thank yeah. you guys for having me. Yeah, yeah. bro. Well, hey, thank you, Prolific Podcast, for joining us. Once again, Tang, thank you for the blessing. Thank you for your time. Thank you for the wisdom. Thank you for just your story. Thank you for being so vulnerable and real with us on a, on a recording. We're blessed, man. Thank let's you. Let's go get for some it. lunch. Yeah. 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 I'm Ready? Down. All right. Let's all right. Peace. Peace.